This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and I'm so excited for today's episode. I swear I always say this, but as I promised, I have a solo app for you guys. You have been requesting a lot of questions and answers about running and my workout routine, but specific running. Who would have thought? If you listened to the episode of me and Raquel, I think it's like how to love yourself or something, um, Raquel Benita. I literally talk on that one, how I could never see myself running 5K and how I'm not that girl. However, I have run 5K since that episode. Snaps for me, just like a little self-love and self-cheer for achieving that. Who would have seen that coming? I now run three times a week. I'm not running 5K consistently yet. I haven't since that one time, but I'm running consistently and for almost 5K, I want to say like I've been averaging at around like 4.3 to 4.4 kilometers for a 25-minute run, which is what I'm doing, but I'll get more into that later. But oh my God, we have come so far, so far, so far. But we're going to give a little update, a life update as promised, and then we'll get into our weekly intentions, obviously, and our tip of the week, our current faves. Then I'm going to talk a little bit about my running journey, my workouts, etc., and then answer some questions that you guys sent in about running and about my running routine. But anyways, okay, life update. I made a little list, so I don't forget about anything. Um, but okay, first things first, apartment. We know I'm moving. I'm moving to downtown Toronto. No, I cannot specify what location for safety concerns, obviously, but I put in an offer in yesterday. It is Wednesday, July 7th. I put in an offer on the 6th. Lucky number. I'm born on the 6th of August, so happy one month till I turn 22. Holy shit. Okay, um, but I put an offer in. We haven't heard back yet. Apparently, no other offers have been made, so I really hope that we get the apartment. Fingers crossed. Um, Hopefully, we get it. It's stunning apartment and prime location, so super excited. I'm going to be living with Leanne. Leanne lives healthy on Instagram. You can check her out. Maybe we'll record a podcast once we're moved in together, but that's super exciting. Next job, I'm currently loving my job. I work as a social media manager 
at a social media agency. I'm not going to disclose what that is just yet, or I don't know if I ever will, but if you know my LinkedIn, it's there, whatever. Um, But I'm loving it, and I was so nervous that I wouldn't love it because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. You guys know that I was kind of freaking out a few months ago about what I'm going to do post-grad now that I figured out that I was graduating earlier and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but so far I'm loving it. I do work for a smaller company. It's a team of five, soon to be four, and I get to try everything and anything from influencer campaigns, like running them, being on the other side of things, doing Facebook ads, running social media content, creating social media strategies and content calendars, all that good stuff. If you want an episode all about how I got my job, what background I have, all that good stuff, let me know and I can definitely do like an in-depth episode, maybe have my boss Kyle on. Um, He has his own podcast, so that could be pretty cool, maybe. Okay, next item of discussion. I've been feeling anxious lately. It's not like an overwhelming anxiety feeling. I actually spoke to my therapist about this. It's kind of just like numb, like it's mild, like it's kind of just like there buzzing in the background. It has led to some emotional eating and it's not in this, it hasn't manifested into the same way that it has before, before in, I want to say in my first and second year of university and like any time before that, whenever I was like anxious or stressed or whatever, like my emotional eating would cause me to overeat. But now it's kind of the opposite. Like I don't have much appetite. Like I'm still eating full meals, but I don't know. It's just really strange and it's not prohibiting prohibiting me from doing anything, but it's kind of just there. And Honestly, I think it's because a lot of big changes are happening in my life and a lot of exciting things are happening and things are shifting and I'm growing and I think it's just part of all of that and hopefully hopefully it goes away soon. But I promise, I promise I'm eating. It's just the appetite. Very few things are appetizing and when I do have an appetite, I take advantage of it in a healthy way. Last item before we go on to our weekly intentions, but we hit 30k on Instagram, guys. Holy shit. Like, wow. Okay. Go us. 30,000 of you. Wow. 30,000 amazing angels. That's insane. And I think one of my reels is actually about to hit a million views, which is insane. Insane. Um, And I'm so grateful and so thankful. Also, I keep leaning on my right elbow and I hit my funny bone really, really hard on the weekend. So hard that I couldn't bend my elbow properly without a shooting pain going. It's not broken. I can still move it, but now I can't lean on my elbow. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. (laughs) I'm just falling apart over here. But anyways, let's go on to our... Oh, I never discussed this. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place today, but we hit 100,000 downloads on Morning Ray. So thank you so much for supporting Morning Ray. And it makes me so, so, so happy. And one last thing, I shipped out all the merch of anyone who ordered alone, just the manifest tees or the manifest crews or the highest self shirt or silver highest self hoodie. I'm still waiting on the rest of the merch to come in. There were some supply chain issues, 
but nonetheless, they have been shipped out, so you should have gotten a notification if you ordered those items. But now on to our weekly intention, my weekly intention, our weekly intention. But my weekly intention is to scroll less, scroll less on my phone, scroll less on my computer, just limit the screen time. I know this has been a weekly intention before, but I feel like right now it has been at an all-time high, and I can definitely feel it impacting my mood. I notice I feel a lot more down, not like like ups- not upset, but I just my mood feels a bit lower when I've been on my phone too much. So I really want to be a bit more mindful and that leads into my tip of the week and it's to be more mindful when on my phone and when I'm grabbing my phone. I want to try and keep my phone more out of sight, out of mind. I want to move my charger away from my bedside table again and have it away from my bed so I can read before bed. I just really want to limit my screen time and I notice I'm in a much better mood when I'm on it less. So that is my goal to scroll less and to be mindful when I'm on my phone. That leads me into my current faves. My current faves this week, I have three of them. The first one is trying new and fun restaurants downtown. I recently tried Mamaka's. I think that's how you say it. It's this Greek restaurant on Ossington in Toronto. If you live in Toronto, it is amazing. I highly recommend you go and try it. The tzatziki dip with the pita, I think it's pita bread, was incredible. I also had the ceviche really good. Also had this roasted eggplant situation with like bruschetta on top. So good. So delish. Highly recommend trying out fun new restaurants. I feel like they're kind of popping up all over the place in Toronto. I'm not sure about other cities, but it's so much fun trying new places and going to patios. Of course, being safe with COVID and all, but um, I'm loving for I'm loving and living for it. My second current fave is the Silk Almond Almond Milk Creamer. I've been loving the vanilla and the hazelnut. So, so delicious. I do not know why I was sleeping on this. I was never a creamer girl, never a creamer girl when I had dairy, but I'm totally living with it. I worked with them on Instagram, not on Instagram. What am I saying? I worked with them on TikTok and absolutely obsessed. I bought another carton of the hazelnut one and I'm just living for it. It's making my iced coffee taste the bomb.com. I don't know why I just said that, but we're going to roll with it. That leads me into my third and final favorite and that air that is that are those are it is I don't know the proper grammar. I'm kind of a grammar snob over here, but it is basic nails. I think that that sounds about right. Basic nails, I just, I took a break from having designs and I just got a shellac mani. Actually, no, I did a polish change. I didn't feel like manicure. I just did a polish change um, with shellac. All my natural nails, I did a coffin shape. I was kind of over the almond at the moment. So I did coffin because I used to be really obsessed with square, but I just like how the coffin is a bit more elongating and narrow. And I did like this light pink. I asked for Let's Be Friends. She didn't have it. So we did something similar. I'm sorry, I don't know the name, but just like the perfect white pinky color. It looks so good and I feel so feminine and girly and elegant. So I highly recommend going back to basics with your nails, but let's get into today's topic of Morning Ray, running, hot girls run, we all run, try running, but we're going to start with my current workout routine just to kind of give you a little brief summary and overview of what I'm currently doing. I've been getting a lot of questions about this lately. Um, I personally have been feeling really good in my skin. I've been feeling really lean and strong and really confident and 
really loving my body, which it's been definitely a roller coaster for the past two years. My weight has fluctuated a lot. My relationship with my body has fluctuated a lot. And I really feel like I'm at a good place and it feels really good to be at a good place. So my current workout routine, I've become a lot more lenient and a lot less obsessive, I want to say, with my workout routine. I'm taking more rest days. I'm kind of being nonchalant about it. Um, But right now, I want to say I'm lifting around. Everything's going to be like a range. I'm lifting around like two to three times a week at most. And then I'm running around two to three times a week. And then I take a rest day or two. So that's my current workout routine. I'm not currently doing Pilates anymore. Before I was doing Tasha Franken, kind of just been really into weightlifting and running and I'm running with it, pun not intended. But I've been doing Tamara. I I knew I was going to butcher that, but Tamara's gym guide, really liking it. And it's six workouts per week. So I'm kind of just alternating between a lower body and upper body workout and doing it as I see fit because obviously I'm not lifting six days a week, but I will do like legs. There's like two legs, two leg days, and then two upper body, three upper body, sorry. It's a five-day workout plan. And I'll kind of just do like, so like lower body, and then she like split up upper body to like back and biceps, chest and triceps, shoulders and core. So say this week I do back and biceps and I don't get to doing anything else on my upper body. Then the next week I'm going to do chest and triceps um, just so I'm touching every point and not forgetting about any muscle groups. And then running. I got into running with using the Nike Run Club app. That's what I'm still using. Last year I tried to do the couch to 5k app. Didn't really vibe with it. Didn't really last long. Um, I know it's worked for so many people. It's worked for Kenzie Elizabeth. I know she's posted about that, but I've been really loving the Nike Run Club app. I really like it. I started with the guided runs and then I went now just into timing and tracking my own runs and I just listened to music the whole time. Um, But essentially how I got into running, I had been having this urge to run. I always did hit running like intervals. So I would run for like a minute and then walk for 45 seconds on the treadmill. And last summer I did this a lot outside. I would go to the track at the high school near me and I would do this. But I had this urge to train myself to run long distance. And I think it comes from when I was working at Lululemon, working with a lot of individuals who were very much into running and seeing them post about running and we would share like our Apple um, activity, like our Apple Watch activity. So I would always see that they completed runs or we would be talking about it at work. And that was always like really inspiring to me. And I wanted to be able to try it out for myself. It seemed really life-changing to them. And I wanted the same for myself. And then also I got a lot of inspiration from these TikTok runner accounts, like the same way I have like a health and fitness TikTok and Instagram. They kind of had like a run-focused TikTok and they would do like their running morning routine or like vlogs while they were running and different stuff like that or how like running changed their mindset or their physique or like different things because don't get me wrong, like I still have, I guess in quotes, like materialistic body goals. I feel like a lot of girls and guys do and that's totally okay as long as you have a good mindset and healthy mindset around it. But I was just like super inspired and I wanted to try it out for myself and I really wanted to challenge myself as looking to switch up 
my workout routine. I needed to get back into cardio. Slash, I wanted to get back into cardio after being sick with COVID. And I was jumping rope and I wanted to do something more. I was kind of bored of walking. I didn't have a spin bike at home. I really wanted a Peloton, but that wasn't an option. So I thought running. Running is free. Running is great cardio. It's great for your cardiovascular health. It's good mental challenge. People get runner's high. It's good for like your mental health and all that. So here we are. We ran. But enough me ranting about how I got into running. Let's get into the Q&A, the juicy stuff, the stuff that you guys want to know. If you ever want to participate in my Q&A, make sure you're following both Lanny B. Fit and the Morning Ray podcast. I think it's just Morning Ray podcast on Instagram. They're both always linked in the show notes if you don't know how to spell it because I will post question boxes on there on my stories for the podcast. And that's where these questions come from. So these are all your questions. I wrote them out in a notes app. I love the notes app. It's my BFF. I organize everything and anything on there. I love how it syncs to my computer, but enough about notes. Let's let's do the QA. Q and A. First question of the Q&A. Let's get into it. How do you stay motivated to run on days where you're sore or your mindset just isn't there? Most of the time, I do not run when I'm sore, but however, when I have run when I've been sore from lifting, my legs aren't sore when I'm running, if that makes any sense. I warm up very well before I run, and you can see that warm up on both my TikTok and Instagram reels. If you're curious, it's by my friend Corey. That's the one I follow, but I run. I typically have like a schedule. But if I'm really sore, like I won't run, like I'll take a rest day, I'll foam roll or I'll do something like more low impact or I'll do like an upper body workout because typically it's my legs that are sore. But when my mindset isn't there, I kind of, if I feel like it's really not there and I really don't want to run, I'm really not going to force myself. I've, I've been there when I've like forced myself into working out and I just, I don't think it's worth it. And I think it's really important to listen to your body. Your body knows best, but at the same time, it is important to be disciplined. So it's really important for you to find that that sweet spot of like listening to your body and being disciplined because I don't wake up every day wanting to work out, but I know that it's going to make me feel better. And I've learned how to differentiate the feeling of not wanting to work out because I'm feeling unmotivated and not really wanting to work out because my body's tired and it needs rest. But when it's I'm not feeling motivated, I try to remind myself of that post-workout feeling, how I'm going to feel when that run is complete, how I'm going to feel when that lift is complete. What is my body going to feel like? What are the thoughts going to be circling in my head? Am I going to feel proud of myself? Am I going to feel happy because there's endorphins running through my body? How am I going to feel? Do I want to feel like that today? Working out also makes me feel really productive. And when I run, because it's still something that's so new to me and I'm continually shocking myself almost each and every time I run, I feel really, really good and accomplished and productive and motivated to continue on that mindset the rest of my day after I run or after I work out. So figure out what it is for you. But I find for me thinking about that post-workout feeling is like the biggest motivator. And I think discipline is a huge part because motivation is only so short term. How do you get motivated? I think I like kind of just touched on this a little bit, but I think following a lot of accounts on TikTok and Instagram and other social media platforms where they are running and they're being active really helps to motivate me because I'll see them doing it and I'll see them 
achieving their goals and reaching towards their goals and getting all these accomplishments and expressing how they're feeling and all that stuff. And that personally motivates me. Also having friends that are active and seeing them run. Um, The Apple Watch also sharing activity, like seeing other people run is really good motivation because you're like, oh shit, Shayna just finished a run. Now I kind of want to run tomorrow. Like, let's do that. Let's see if I can do the same. Healthy competition. But I will say again, motivation is so short term. Like you need to be disciplined. Your biggest asset in life is knowing how to be disciplined in a variety of areas in your life, whether it be in working out or it be in cooking and eating well or be in completing your work for your job or school. Um, Discipline is a huge, huge component to being successful in multiple avenues and areas of your life. A listener asked, how to avoid shin splints? So, I used to get them last summer before I had proper running shoes. So, you want to make sure that you have proper running shoes This kind of goes into the next question, which was what running shoes do you wear? And then another one, which is what do you look for in a running shoe? So how to avoid shin splints. First off, bare minimum, you want to make sure you're stretching and warming up properly and you're cooling down properly. Number two, you want to make sure that your form is proper and running. I'm, I don't believe I'm an expert in this, so I'm not going to try to tell you what the proper form is, but I encourage you to do your research, whether it be looking at professional runners advice online, um, maybe speaking to a personal trainer who is specialized in running. I'm sure there are resources on the Nike Run Club app. I know that in some of the guided runs, they teach you how to run um, in terms of positioning, but I feel like that's more body. But if I'm remembering correctly, they do say where to land on your feet. I know if you focus on landing like toe first, like the ball of your foot first, opposed to your heel, that can help as long as like you're softening soft in your knees. But shoes are a huge proponent. You want to make sure you're wearing proper running shoes, emphasis on running. There's a difference between a lifestyle shoe, a training shoe, and a running shoe. A running shoe is a lot more cushioned. Um, there's a lot more arch support. Um and they're going to help bend with your foot as you run, but they're not going to be too bendy that you don't have that support. I personally wear Nike React Infinity Fly Knits, and I also recently got a pair of Hooka running shoes, Hooka 1-1, I think that's what they're called. I recently got a pair of those, and they feel like clouds. Those are the two that I would recommend. The Nike Pegasus I think it's Air Pegasus Zoom or something are also amazing. I got recommended the Nike running shoes from an Olympic runner, um, Maya. So I'm actually going to have her on the pod soon. But those are the shoes I wear and that's what I look for. You want support, you want it to be cushioned, and you want it to be a bit flexible. That's based on like my own knowledge and research, but I encourage you to do your own and to look into it, but make sure you're buying a running shoe, not a training shoe, not a lifestyle shoe. Like you should not be running in your Nike Air Max 270s. Those are not going to do you any good and you're probably going to get a stress fracture in your foot. I know several people that have by training in those shoes. So you want to make sure that your shoe is cushioned and has arch support huge, huge component. 
What do you do to keep yourself going during a run? Okay, this was my question before I started running. I just didn't understand how someone could run for so freaking long. Like, I still don't really understand how someone can run longer than five kilometers, but apparently once you pass that point, you don't really want to stop and it's kind of second nature. So I'll let you know once I get there. But for now, right with keeping myself going running, honestly, I'm such a perfectionist and I grew up being a people pleaser and I don't like being judged negatively. So even just like I don't even want a stranger to see me stop, but I also don't want to let myself down and I really want to challenge myself. But I found that starting off learning how to run long distance utilizing the guided runs for beginners on the Nike Run Club app. It literally sounds like an ad for this app at this point and this brand, but I promise you this is totally organic and not sponsored at all. I wish Nike, if you're listening to this, like sponsor me. I live, breathe Nike and Lululemon. Like that is my life. Yeah. So using the guided runs really, really helped me because it's kind of like a coach. I grew up dancing competitively. So I was used to like my dance teachers kind of pushing me whenever I started to give up a little bit. So it was kind of like that in your ears, which was really nice. But I find that now that I'm not using the coaching and that I'm running by myself, Yes, some days it is a bit harder and you kind of want to give up, but know and remind yourself that your body is a lot more capable than your mind leads it on to be and your mind will often tell you to quit before your body needs to. So remind yourself of that and then to also, you can say it out loud, but I just shout it in my head like internally, positive affirmation. So like, I am strong. I can do this. I'm capable of running. I can run as far as I want. Like stuff like that. You are powerful. You are capable. Positive affirmations. I'm sure if you Googled positive affirmations for running, you'd find a whole bunch and you can just keep those front of mind for when you're running. Sometimes I also like to set like physical markers. So say I'm running and I know that there's an intersection with a light coming up. I could be like, okay, Lana, like you're going to run to this intersection. And after you get to that intersection, you can walk for like 30 seconds to a minute. And most of the time, once I get there, I still feel that I'm able to run. And I'm like, okay, so now you don't want to give up here. Like you're going to run until the next light or the next stop sign or something. Um, That really helps me. Or Also, even with the running, if you use like a timed run, I'm not sure about like it just like a distanced run, but I'm assuming it's the same. It will tell me when I hit like one kilometers, two kilometers, three kilometers, which is motivating because then you kind of have like an estimate of how far along you are. It will say like you have hit one kilometer. It has been five minutes and 42 seconds. Your current average pace is five minutes and 42 seconds, stuff like that. So that that personally motivates me, but positive affirmations and disciplining myself really help. Okay. This is definitely going to be a longer episode. I really like talking about running. Apparently, we're learning new things every day. I hope you're liking this episode and I hope you're getting some tangible takeaways and maybe I'm inspiring you to run if you don't run already. 
But okay, best tips to improve your cardio and get into running. Well, to improve your cardio, you need to do cardio. So whether it's five minutes of running that you're starting out with and the next time you're challenging yourself to seven, just starting and challenging yourself to be consistent with it is the best way you're going to improve your cardio and get into running. I think setting SMART goals, you can Google what a SMART goal is. We learn a lot about it in business, but they're totally applicable to your life. And I think by setting a SMART goal for running will help it become more attainable. For example, I set the goal of running two to three times a week and I decided after a while of trying to run for distance, like setting, okay, I'm going to run 3K, I'm going to run 4K, I'm going to run 5K, that I actually preferred knowing that my run was only going to be 25 minutes, maybe 20 minutes on a really hot day. And I'm going to try run as fast as I can at a pace that I can be consistent with for as far as I can within these 25 minutes. And every single time, I know that it's not going to happen every single time, but almost every single time I'm going to try to hit a new PR, a new personal record. I'm going to try run faster and farther than I did the previous run. And then slowly it's going to get easier. Your cardio is going to improve and you're going to get more into running because then you're kind of gamifying this running exercise for yourself. I hope that answered the question. How do you deal with feeling nervous about running in public? Act confident and no one will question you. You can even go with a friend at first if you maybe you'll feel more comfortable running with a friend if you feel like they're on the same page with you, like peer support. Just be off on your own world. I know for me when I go on walks or runs, I kind of zone out and I don't really notice other people so much. I'm just focusing on me and what I'm doing. And I think that's the most important thing. Like who cares about like what other people are going to think of you at the end of the day, you're doing something for you. And I learned this in a lot of the guided runs, but by you going on running, you're most likely going to inspire someone else to start running. I know whenever I saw runners, that made me more inspired and more inclined to start running. So don't be nervous. Do you, sweetie, and you've got this. You are a hot girl going on your hot girl run, and you fucking got this. You got this in the bag, and I'm your number one fan, and you can do this, and I know that you can. Act confident, and no one will question you, as Sarah's day says. I live by her. I stand by Sarah's day. She is a queen, a stunning queen. If you couldn't tell, I'm really in a mood today, but we're living for it, and on to... The next question, what app do you use for tracking? I get this question a lot because I post my stats on my story. If you couldn't tell by now, I use the Nike Run Club app. So I use that to track my runs, but it also tracks in my activity app from my Apple Watch. But I predominantly use, well, I really only use the Nike Run Club app. It's so much fun. Feel free to add me. I think my name's like Alana Bloomberg or something on there. Um feel free to add me. I don't really know what the benefits of adding people are. I have my friend Corey on there. I have some other girl on there, but feel free to add me if that motivates you. Um, The next question, someone wanted to know why I call myself a non-runner. I call myself a non-runner mainly because I struggle with imposter syndrome, so I feel like that's part of it. Maybe I should discuss this with my therapist. We are working on imposter syndrome. But why do I call myself a non-runner? Because I feel like I'm not skilled enough to be able to say that I am a runner. I don't run marathons. I'm not a running coach. I haven't been doing it for that long. I feel like I'm not a running queen yet. Actually, no. I feel like a queen when it comes to running. But I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm not a runner. I'm not classifying myself as a runner. I identify more as a dancer, a lifter, a 
a fitness queen. Um, maybe one day I will call myself a runner and not a non-runner. But I don't know. I just I don't classify myself as a runner. I'm a non-runner runner there. <laughs> How to stay at one pace but still have a good workout. You want your pace most of the time to feel really easy. Like you could have a conversation unless you're doing like a speed run or something of that sort. Um, you should be able to control your breath and to have a conversation. I find using the Nike, I'm literally sounding like an ad and like a broken record here, but using the Nike Run Club app really helps because every kilometer or I guess every mile, if you're in the States or you use miles to track distance or measure distance, it tells you what your average pace is. So that can help you like be more consistent with it because it will tell you every kilometer, but also being really in tune of how you're feeling, taking note of your breathing how your body is physically feeling. Are you starting to feel really tired really fast? Okay, maybe you should slow down. I find music that is a consistent beat a lot of the times. This is going to sound really psycho, but I run to the same song on repeat. I highly recommend Good For You or Working by by Tate McRae and Khalid. Good For You is obviously by Olivia Rodrigue. I can't say her last name. I'm really sorry. Olivia the Queen on repeat really helps because then you're kind of like running to the beat and that way you're able to keep a consistent pace. Um, Again, the Nike Run Club app teaches you how to keep your pace, but you want to ideally in a recovery run or a run where you're not trying to push your speed so much, you want to be able to breathe easily always always have control of your breath and you want to be able to have a conversation. I'm not saying you have to actually have a conversation, but you should feel like you would be able to run alongside someone and talk to them. How far do you go in a week or a month? I run between 8 to 12 kilometers approximately a week. It really depends. That's approximately how much right now because I'm running around like four to four and a half per run and I'm running two to three times a week. I don't know how much a month. I only really look at it on a weekly basis. You never want to increase your distance by more than 10% per week. That's to prevent injury. And then someone asked, how often do you go running per week? Typically two to three times, at least two times. I'm really trying. Why did I start running? I feel like I already touched on this. But I was just feeling like really inspired and motivated by the runners around me. And I was really interested and wanting to try out other cardio forms and challenge myself mentally and physically. And that's where running came into play. What are some of your fave methods for recovery or active recovery? I love going on long walks for active recovery. This weekend I didn't work out, but I did like 8K walks. Um, That was really good. I love foam rolling. Foam rolling is my best friend. My dad got like a Theragun situation thing, so I've been using that. Stretching. Yoga is great. A low-impact like stretchy type Pilates is really good. Tasha Franken has a few of those. But foam rolling and walks are my fave. Current supplements you use. Um, Again, as I always say, these are specific to me. Always contact your medical professional before taking any vitamins, supplements, minerals, etc. I use NuZest Clean Lean Protein. It's a vegan protein powder. I haven't been using it as much lately. But that is my go-to protein powder. I've been having collagen a lot. I've been trying to have collagen daily to help with my skin and my joints because I am running. Um, 
I've been taking, as always, vitamin D, B12, evening primrose, vitamin C since I was sick with COVID. At night, I take magnesium and elemental iron. And then this week, actually, I did try pre-workout before my run. And let me say, it made me super fast and helped me get through my run in the heat Um, I think I'm only going to use it for runs on occasion. Actually, I might just use it for runs like all the time. Be very careful with what pre-workouts you use. A lot of them have unnecessary ingredients and fillers and whatnot, Um, but those are the supplements I'm taking. I've gotten them to be very minimal. I used to take a million and one things. I know this may still seem like a lot, but they're all very necessary and recommended to me by my doctor, dietitian, nutritionist, etc. But I try to keep it light on like the powders and the fitness supplement situations. I try to get majority of my nutrients and everything from Whole Foods as you should. You can look at Be Well with Kayla's Instagram account and her book of health for reasons and help and advice, etc. Talk to her about the importance of eating whole foods and relying on food opposed to supplements for protein, fats, carbs, minerals, vitamins, all the good stuff. I have three more questions and then we're going to wrap it up. So, okay. When you go running, is that the only workout you do for the day or do you incorporate more? At the beginning of me running, I would sometimes do Pilates with it afterwards. But honestly, when I run, I don't do anything else besides walk that day, but I always walk. I'll typically like run for my 25 minutes and then do like a two to three kilometer walk afterwards because I don't, I just like run away from my house. I don't like run a certain point and then like come back halfway. I just like run. Um, and then I'll like walk and then, yeah, no, I don't really do anything else. I don't want to overwork my body. I think two workouts a day is not, um, practical or ideal or productive in any which way. So no, besides walking, but I don't really count walking as a workout that just unless I'm doing like 12 3 30 on the treadmill it's not a workout in my mind do you listen to anything while running yes of course I am not psycho but I may sound a little psycho because sometimes I listen to the same song on repeat um I actually started a little running playlist on Spotify um I'll put it in the show notes um I'm not really one to share my music but you guys can fully follow the playlist and let me know if you like it It's very minimal, but those are the songs that motivate me when I'm running, but I love listening to really fun, upbeat music that's motivating, like Good For You and Working and a little Justin Bieber Hold On. You know, you feel the vibe? Okay, last question. Do you do interval workouts ever or do you just run for distance? So I used to actually only do interval workouts. I might incorporate them again in terms of like running intervals. But right now, I'm just really having fun mentally and physically challenging myself with running for distance, and I'm living for it, and I really want to try get five kilometers within 25 minutes. That's my goal by the end of the summer, um, hopefully sooner. We'll see how running goes down downtown. I want to try run by like Lakeshore if you're in Toronto and you know the area. I think that would be really fun because honestly, I've been downtown and I've seen people running and... There's a lot of people that get in the way and I don't know how I do it. So I think I'd have to go to Lakeshore like 
area situation by like or like on queen's key situation i don't know we'll see but right now i'm just running for distance i'd say yes because i do more hit workouts lifting etc so i like to just run for distance but i hope you all enjoyed this episode i hope you were able to take away some tangible takeaways as i like to say some tips and tricks and get a little of an insight into why I run, how I run my, all the good stuff with running. I'm not really making sense anymore because I've been talking to for 41 minutes straight. As you can imagine, the words start to become a jumble. It's also 8.30 p.m. on a Wednesday night after a full days of work. So, I'm sorry if I'm not making much sense anymore, but I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, please show some love on Apple Podcasts by rate by, oh my God, wow, Alana, you really are tired, by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. I love you guys so much and let me know on the Morning Ray podcast Instagram or on Lanny B. Fit what topics you want to hear next, who you want to hear next anything you'd like to hear on the podcast. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.